Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, 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 everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here on a beautiful uh uh, Midsummer's night uh, uh, occurrence here in uh, the town of Marshfield. The second day of summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. midsummer. Yeah. Mid, 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 it's almost over. It's almost over. It's almost it's July, it's, and that's it. Just goes like, you know, just just like that. But uh, you, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it, 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 we're all getting ready here. We've got uh, America's birthday coming up in a couple of weeks, right? So. Yeah, yeah, we'll be watching all the fireworks and stuff. But uh, you know, this is a was an interesting time. Uh, one of our dear friends, uh, um, um, none other than uh, Chief Petty Officer Keith German, uh, oh, yeah. our VSO uh, extraordinaire from the the, the wonderful uh, town of uh, Hingham, uh, retired this last week in a, in a terrific celebration honoring uh, Keith. I think. 27 years, I believe. Yeah, 27, 28. Nice. As a Navy CV. It was such a big deal. I went there figuring I'd grab two hors d'oeuvres, give them a hug, and walk out. I think the whole Joint Chiefs of Staff was there. If they were going to attack the country, they should have done it on that day because they were all, they really flew in from all over the whole country. Yeah. It was really a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just got back a couple of years ago. Remember, Chuck? Yep. He was over to Djibouti, Djibouti for a while. Yep. Uh, and he wasn't a spring chicken when he went over no. there. Nope, and, absolutely not. And, and that was tough, tough country over yeah. there, y- yeah. y- you know. But he uh, ha- has been serving uh, uh, the VSO world for a number of years, and uh, both Wolfie and I were under the misconception that he was yeah. retiring as a VSO. Yeah. No, really? No. Nope. Oh yeah, no, no. He no. retires a VSO. But I think yeah, he's, he's I think the... that's coming up in the horizon. Yeah, three years. He said y- you know, years. he he talked about. Looking to find somebody that he could train, you know, to be old, to be take ready. Over. Yeah, to take over in his shoes because does an awful lot. Yeah, uh, and uh, one of the best. Yep, one of the best. Uh, it, it never fails. Uh, Wolfie and I call him. Uh, oh he's, he's never too busy. Uh, uh, always right there and uh, jumps up and uh, helps. I'm glad he's going to be around for a while. And uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be at the uh, Quincy event. Uh, uh, just just sharing his good fortune. His wife is there. His son just graduated uh, from the Naval Academy. Academy. Yep, yep. So uh, we we met his mom. She came up for Florida on her Harley. Keith's nice. mother. Keith's mother. Really, Harley. Yeah. I said, Keith, I'm not afraid of you, but I'm afraid of mom. It's yeah. like a civilian tank, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> yep. A Calvi from the Gulf. Uh, imagine that. I'll straighten your ass right out, Wolf. She uh, says to me, uh, oh, oh, I'm not coming in the house. Yeah, yeah no, we'll just drive on by. Oh, drive yeah. on by. But Keith is... Uh, but he, he's great. He, he's yeah. a CB Senior Chief Petty Officer. That's a big damn deal. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. He uh, his, his, his takes it very seriously, and uh, now it's time for him to rest and just do one job. So, uh, Keith, we thank you very much, and... Uh, he knows that any time he wants to come in, he, he comes in, and uh, uh, but we, we do have to have him on. He hasn't been on in a while, so uh, 
Now that the dust settles, uh, we'll make him feel important again. Now, now, now he has the time. Yes. You know about time, Chuck. Yeah. The Chambers Brothers, time is on your side. That's right. <laughs> it, no, that's the, the Rolling Stones was time is time on, is your, on side. your side. Time is on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get we'll get those later. But uh, you know the 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 town of Hull has had a has a, had a, a great history of uh, veterans uh, uh, in the town, and surprisingly for such a small population. Uh, to have that large a veterans population, uh, a beautiful veterans square, uh, a veterans memorial uh, park. But uh, Wolfie, this week uh, we lost uh, a great one from the town of Hull. Yeah, four-star general Butch Neal, and we've given a vetty. We were trying to stay ahead of the people and give it to them while they were alive, but Butch outsmarted us. But he lived to be 80 years old, and. Um, he was actually the assistant commandant of the United States Marines. He was number two person Marines. And the soldiers that serve under him called Charlie him. Duquette, number one, obviously. Oh, Charlie absolutely. Was yeah. 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 Charlie was, Charlie's, Charlie's number one, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you listen out there, yeah. buddy. Charlie, you're number one. Yeah. He was the soldier said under him, he was a soldier's general. He um, two tours in Vietnam, and he wrote the book called What Now, Lieutenant? He's in the first firefight. Everybody gets killed, and he now he's in charge, and it was What Now, Lieutenant? And he just grew into the, the whole thing. He served two tours over there, and everybody knows who he is because during Desert Storm, he was a deputy director of operations under Schwarzkopf, but he was the central command brief person that was on TV all the sure. time. Yeah. So he was just doing his a regular job. He came home. He's the most famous person in the United States. He go, what the hell just happened? I'm still a Hulk kid. Yeah. So he never forgot his roots. He really didn't. And any veteran national, because he's a big shot, so he did all of the veteran national things. He helped all the the officers. And then in Hull, anytime a kid was struggling, he gave him his personal phone number. He called in on him. He checked in on him. He was there him almost, the almost every veteran celebration. I'd see him. Absolutely. Yep. He'd be there. Yep. He, and, uh, he'd be there, and, and he spoke to everybody. Yep. He, he did the um, memorial wall um, for you all and Justin in um, yeah, the opening. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep. He's a humble guy. He never pulled rank on anybody. He was always, one of the friends said he talked to the president the same way he talked to us, the head generals. He was a heck of a guy. We're really going to miss him. And, um, you know, the thing, he, he set the good example. Even a kid in high school, he was a tough kid from Hull Village. He made sure nobody got bullied. You know, he wasn't a big guy. Nobody picked. No, he anyone. wasn't a big guy. Nobody picked on. Certainly, no one picked on him. But yeah. he didn't let anyone pick on anyone else. He supported everyone. He made the underclassmen feel valued. Made them feel important. And he did that his whole life. So we at um, at Veteran Voice Radio, we want. We just want to <coughs> salute General Butch Neal, and thank him, you know, for his service.
Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here. Uh, as we're coming into the uh, the summertime, and what's uh, a summertime without uh, uh, an afternoon of fun and entertainment at uh, Pageant Field? And this year we've been talking about it a little bit leading up to it, but we're going to start to uh, invite some more folks to join us. Uh, we've still got some tables available, so if you're an employer that would like to put yourself in front of 1,500 uh, wonderful veteran applicants out there, if you're a uh, provider that has a veterans discount program, uh, we would love to talk to you. Uh, my phone number, give me a call direct, 781-985-1551, and uh, we'll get you hooked up. Uh, or if you want to send me an email, it's Greg Brasso, G-R-E-G-G-B-R-A-S-S-O at AOL.com. And uh, just send me an email, and uh, we'll save you a table and look forward to uh, uh, having you join us on uh, uh, July 23rd. Uh, uh, Chuck, we've had uh, some pretty couple of nice shows in the past couple of years. Oh, absolutely. They've been fantastic. Yeah. You know, all the shows like this that we've done, you know, all the way to Battleship Cove. Yep. You know, well, we, we, we're doing them down there. It, it, it's because of the group that we hang around with, right? Well, it's absolutely. It's the people that are there, and they're all they all come down there to help veterans. Yep, that's what they're there for. No question. They're not, they're not there to make money. Nope. They're there to help vets. Abs- a- absolutely, and that's why we save fifty tables for five hundred one c threes. The uh, the VA is there, the Department of Veterans Services. Uh, I'll be there uh, and Sue a bunch Katz of is, others. Yeah, with American Consumer Credit Counseling Service. Not bad. You know, home base, home base sends a crew in there. Yep, they're, they're going to be there. Raytheon's going to be there now. Uh, the Vet uh, Center. Uh, the Vet, vet Center's going to be the there. De- Deb Ehrenberg from United States Rowing. U.S. Carol Rowing, Rowing maybe with some, uh, yeah, with some apparatus yeah. for yep. adaptive. Is it adaptive rowing? I think they call it adaptive, power and adaptive. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, and, and not to mention our Parkinson's uh, yeah, big, big, uh, uh, big. pavilion, uh, world-class Parkinson's pavilion. And, you know, folks, uh, we've uh, been uh, directing and, our, our efforts to the veterans. And and what's and who's going to be the number one band playing? Oh, oh, oh. Well, that city's backing up Laura Beth. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we know oh. who's back and who, you know. Yeah. Uh, but for Fat City to be playing there, that what what a draw! An hour and a half they they've agreed to play from one o'clock to till two thirty. Really, uh, a terrific, uh, uh, very entertaining band right near the near the near where yep. we're going to have all the food pavilion and, and yeah. all that. And Woody, and and Wolfie's going to be cooking ribs. He is. There's ribs. Honest to Pete. I got good news for you. I'm not cooking them. I'm eating. You're gonna have to fight me for it. We have 50 racks of ribs, and then we have the uh, uh, trailer load of clam chowder again. Are we getting chowder? She said we got the soup coming again. So beautiful, she just told me yesterday. beautiful. And then we got so the tactical cooking unit coming oh, from I'm eating all the hot dogs. Right. Sheriff you can have McDermott. That. I'm eating the hot dogs. You can yeah. have the rest of that. Yeah. Mary Lou's. Mary Lou's will the be there again. Yeah. They were there yeah. last year. Yeah, They're coming again this year. So all all of the vendors is a special treat. I'm treating them all to Wendy's breakfast sandwiches. So get there early and get set up at eight uh, thirty. We're going to have uh, four hundred breakfast sandwiches delivered for all the all the uh, the the tables, all the vendors out there. But we can't do it without the Razzi kids. Yeah, they're terrific. Last year, Sergeant D. Lorenzo 
took care of us. Unbelievable. He, he brought down... Boy, in that morning, they were there about 7.30 or so. Yeah, and they, they saved s- the day. They set up 100 tables and chairs in like 15 minutes. Right. They were great. The they, other, they were all over the place. The other important aspect of this is we need you veterans. We're doing this for you to come on out, find out what you're not receiving that you should be receiving. Come and find out what your benefits are, what's available for you. Maybe he's interested in going back to school. We have you know? Bridgewater State University is right. going to be there, Quincy Community College, Curry College, uh, Bristol Community College. So come on down. Like you say, Chuck, there's all sorts of educational benefit programs out right. there. And it's Saturday, July 23rd at Pageant Field in Quincy. And it starts at 10 o'clock. You can get there as early as you want. We're all going to be there. We'll fight you for the breakfast sandwich. But we always say our job is to trick you into getting the, the services that you earned and deserve. This is the ultimate trick. This is we're putting, this is the best trick. This is make Bonham Bailey be jealous of Colonel, it. Colonel Hank is there with his uh, laptop ready to go, yep. ready to sign you up <laughs> yep. immediately yep. to the VA. One day you're eligible for Massachusetts benefits. We're going to have the Department of Veterans Services there. Um, uh, Cheryl Poppy, Secretary Poppy is going to be there with... All of her crew, the save team, and the and and all the different the programs. Women's Veterans Network. Yeah, women Veterans else. Network Carol is going Mason to be, <coughs> be yeah. signing up all the women. But don't forget, active duty military soldiers, family members, and Gold Star families. Please come down too. Well, and I really want to ask. I'm glad you mentioned the Gold Star families. Last time we were on, they talked about Gold Star wives in Massachusetts being eligible. Twice a year for a thousand dollar annuity program. There's fifty eight hundred Gold Star wives in Massachusetts that are eligible for the program. Two hundred have signed up. Right. Have you lost someone? Have you are you a Gold Star wife out there? Gold Star spouse? Did you lose maybe a a a a your your loved one? Not during the Vietnam War, but maybe they passed away 10 years, 15, 20 years later as a direct result of what happened in warfare. Right. On a service connection. Correct. Yeah. Agent mm-hmm. Orange. Right. Absolutely. Oh, boy. If you, and if, you're, if your loved one spent a night in, the, uh, in country, is that not right, Chuck? Right. Boots on the ground. One day. One day, and you were surrounded by the the horrors of Agent Orange and the napalm and, and all of the other atrocities that went on there, but the two Gold Star wives that were on both lost their husbands from Vietnam era. Recently, not that long 20 ago. years later. Yeah, one, one in two, 2015, yeah. the other in 2017. And it was amazing that only 200 surviving members out there folks call your vso just just call them find out what it's going to take because also from what i understand it is now retroactive as well so mm-hmm. now if you if you missed signing up 10 years ago boy that's a nice little backwards thank you for all the suffering that, that you and your family and your and your loved one went through you know also when we talk about the Asian orange and boots on the ground being in country, 
Also, if you perhaps you were in the Navy, 12 miles. It's a 12, 12 miles off the coast. You're also eligible to put in for Agent Orange. How about Marines down down at Camp Lejeune? Right, with the the water problem. With down the water there. problem, we are uh, full of diesel fuel. Yeah, our friend Paul Cardillo talks about a kid from New Hampshire that that was afflicted from down there. Right, had a couple of blood transfusions. Awful, awful, awful. Then doesn't the poor kid get head on in a head on collision? Oh, you know, I'm wipes wipes. Sad. You know, any and and we're we're trying to get his. Um, Disability bumped up. He's only at eighty percent. Right. And the mouse annuity um, is going to be increasing next year to fifteen hundred in the spring and fifteen hundred in the fall. Is it really? Yep. yep. Thanks. So that's wow. boy. That's that's a that's a that's serious. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of little programs that yeah, we'll, we'll give you a license plate, fifty bucks, whatever. But now up to fifteen hundred twice a year. Yeah. And I believe it starts next um, year because they're just passing it right now. Well, thanks for the information. Now, you maybe learned some of that at the Women Veterans Conference last last. No, week? I keep very close tabs on what's going on with the State Treasurer's Office. I work hand-in-hand with Steve sure. Crochere. Yeah, Deb so, Goldberg. She's been on a couple times. Yep, and Steve Bob is, is a Navy vet. Very true. And Steve's the one that heads up the Welcome Home Bonus Division. Steve Perto. Yep. 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 And I know Steve. Steve is a good friend of ours. Yep. He hasn't been. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. They, they, they'll, yes, he they, will. They'll be there. They'll have the fine mass money. Uh, 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 folks will be there. Uh, and 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 folks. It, you know, Steve, Steve's the one at the at the show last year. My wife one day was walking around checking everything out and was talking to Steve. And when he says, "Well, my husband's a." Beirut vet, and he's always complaining about not getting a bonus. Yeah, he yeah, came he right over, it. and it's it's a three hundred dollar bonus. Yeah. So all anybody out there, if you served in Beirut, and you don't know about that, you can go into the state treasury uh, website. From what period of time, Chuck? From nineteen eighty two on. They haven't. There's no shut off on it yet. Oh, okay. They also have um, now awards for the Welcome Home Bonus for Mass Citizens. You had to have gone into service from Massachusetts at least six months before your deployment. Um, They have patched invasions during the Cold War, so Kosovo, Sarajevo, Granada, all of those things also get a Welcome Home Bonus. And they're doing Welcome Home Bonuses for anybody that deployed during covid as well. Wow. That's really nice. Gee, Sue, you got, you're giving us more information than the Department of Veteran Services when they come on. This you got to have Steve come back. Yeah, yeah. No, you we got to have uh, Steve come back because uh, he's the one that pushed for it. Oh, he really? Did, yeah, yeah, he wrote the bills. So thank you very much, Steve, because you get kudos for all of that. Wow, wow. Thank you, Stephen, uh, for, for sure. But uh, at this point, Larry, why don't we take our halftime break here we'll come back uh and uh talk about some things that uh maybe happened in the last couple of weeks that that we need to talk about take it away larry we'll be back after these messages welcome back everybody greg brasso your host of veterans voice radio 
here as we're uh, getting ready for our June 23rd, July 23rd, I'm sorry, uh, uh, festival. Uh, uh, and we did mention the, the Parkinson's Pavilion that uh, is going to be populated by some of the world's leading Parkinson's experts to the point that we are now opening the event to anyone that has Parkinson's disease or if you're a caretaker for someone that has Parkinson's disease. Got to come and find out and see what you're missing. Talk about what you don't know. Uh, boy, we're going to have uh, from Michael J. Fox Foundation to St. Elizabeth's Hospital to Brett Miller to all the great, great minds in the world are going to be there. And one of the things we, that they're going to want to talk about, folks, is trying to get you folks to sign up so that they can track any problems that you might develop with Parkinson's disease. They now have markers that they've developed that they can identify pre-Parkinson's problems, but they need your help. And by you offering a little couple of drops of blood, you're going to help the next veterans coming down the line because they're going you're, you're going to be part of the research. And we're sorry for what you get and for what you're getting, but uh, hopefully we can turn that into something a little bit more more uh, beneficial and, and turn it into some great research programs. But uh, They're doing a lot for everybody right now, too. It's not yep. just on the road. They're really changing the lives with the, with the physical therapy and the medicines and all. And that's So come down on Saturday, July 23rd. Starts at 10, but we'll be there till 3 if anybody's still... You know, work and we'll stay open. We'll, we'll leave the lights on as long as you're all at one and, of those. And booths. our buddy Brett Miller uh, is the CEO and president of the world's leading Parkinson's treatment center. It's in Rockland, folks. Well within the sound of our voice, we can yell out the window and and get to Rockland. But uh, you know, the 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 therapy that is provided. Um, in the in the boxing situation, that's that's for some reason the boxing motion is not affected by Parkinson's disease, and they're and they're able by after a few minutes of boxing, solidify their shakiness to the point there's a group in Chicago called Rock Steady, and after cool. five minutes of punching. With one of the uh, counselors, they are now rock steady. We will be demonstrating and putting on multiple demonstrations uh, at the show. So you got to come down, folks. If, and and it, it's amazing. There's three or four people here at the station with Parkinson's. That that and I'm not going to talk about the names and and all that. But the more I talk about it, oh. My family, my grandfather, my this, my that. And it tends to fester in inside your body for a while, unfortunately. So it's the Vietnam era veterans that are getting uh, afflicted. And, but also the Desert Storm that's back in the 80s now. Right. Absolutely. You know, so it's had time to fester, unfortunately. Even, even you, Chuck, with yep. your Beirut experiences. Sure. Uh, you had burn pits over there, didn't you? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, the whole the whole city was a big burn pit. You Explain know. what a burn pit is. There, there might be somebody out there that's heard the term, but w- what does that mean? They they scoop out a big hole, 
and everything goes in there. And I mean everything goes in there to get burned. Where does this happen, Chuck? In the in the in the Far East and the the where we at war? In, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anywhere I mean, that we're anywhere right. That I mean, we're it's, at. right, absolutely. Everything gets thrown in there, and I'm talking. You know, it could be a a truck battery. Oh. You know, it could be tires. It could be human waste. Everything goes in the pit and gets burned. Chuck, what did you serve? Beirut, uh, for that, Beirut, Lebanon. Yeah, and 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 the toxins um, cre- created from absolutely. that. Absolutely. Awful. Yep. Awful. Um, I mean, every the, every one of my every one of my tank camps in Lebanon had a burn pit. Really, really. Everything went in there. So all the way back then, it's been going on and on and on. It's been going on. I mean, just think about. Over in Vietnam, when they were taking out the uh, the buckets out of the latrines, and they were burning human feces, yeah, and the troops were just standing right there with it, you know. So this has been going on forever. Is there a lessening of the burn pits now, Chuck? Do you think? Yes, on military, U.S. military, absolutely. Yeah. But once you go into a into a town. That's been on. I can imagine what's going on, you know, in the Ukraine. Yeah. You know, uh, with them burning stuff. Everything's uh, getting burned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even 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 humans. You know, the, even burning the, the dead. Weren't stupid enough to stay in Chernobyl, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was a, a talk about a, a good idea gone wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's right. go. We'll but go I dig mean, a trench around this Chernobyl. This is something that's going to be, you know, it's going on. Yeah. You know, as long as there's. You know, as long as there's poverty, people are going to be burning trash. And they're going to throw everything in there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I know John Stewart has uh, been off onto this rail uh, for, for a while since he's uh, been uh, through with the uh, 9-11. Right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, responders. First responders. But uh, first responders, firefighters. Sure. You know, even though they they mask up, Wolfie, I bet you see some firefighters choking and coming out of buildings, even though they have that's, oxygen. Yeah, that's part of one of my tasks during the rehab is to to grab the guys when they take the mask, the the bunker gear, they take the mask off to go into to overhaul, and it's still smoke, it's still poison, it's still bad. Um, we actually have face cloths. We have special chemical wipes to try and get the smoke and the all the crap that comes out of the ceilings. It's all in their face. They're a mess, and every one of them has cancer. Well, Josh Egan, our friend from the Red Sox home base program, yeah, he's a he's a, yep. he's a double hit because he yeah. was over in a- Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah. and now he's a firefighter. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's terrific. You yeah, know, ninety three percent of the Boston firefighters are veterans. Ninety three percent. Probably uh, many have had cancer too. In the old days, the guys that are our age, Greg, to see who was more macho, they see who could take their mask off first. But actually, going, I just thought of it. Actually. I was having a little blow with a friend of mine standing in the lee of a, a burning some stuff, and I'm yelling at him. And um, he said, no, you missed it completely. All the guys got bad lungs, cancer in their lungs. It was the diesel smoke in the firehouses before they put those things over the exhaust pipe. So all the military crap that you were, that tank and all that crap, that was worse than the fires. That was worse than everything was the diesel fumes. Oh, yeah. That wiped out all the old guys. Well, you see the residue. The, yeah, residue is awful, uh, Gino. You're absolutely right. That goes in your lungs. 
And, and it's amazing that they don't have a, mo- a, a mo- more um, uh, re- requirements on the buses. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that, remember with the old Eastern Mass buses and the mm. big trailer black smoke yeah. would come out? They you know, up the top now. They used to go yep. right in your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right there. Listen, growing up in Boston as a kid, that's all you saw was the, the, the trail of smoke, yeah. black smoke behind the MBTA buses. Especially when they were going up a hill. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. W- wonderful. I think the same buses are still in use today, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. They're, uh... <laughs> they can't keep the new trains on the track. Oh, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's amazing. But, uh, you know, so one of the things that you were talking about is all the uh, these new benefits and stuff that are, that are coming around. Where would someone be able to find out about them. I mean, certainly they're VSO, but the Department of Veteran Services must have listings of of some of these new programs they have out? Well, in actuality, um, we are updating a um, resource guide on Slack for the Veterans Collaborative. It should be ready soon. But also, um, one of the gentlemen from the SAVE team, Anthony, is updating MassVets.org. MassVets Mass Advisor. Yep. It's only it's only been about ten years since it's. I been think updated. it's been longer. Well, he yeah. said that it should be done in about three weeks. So MassVetsAdvisor.org is another spot that you'll be able to go to soon. But people can call me. They can call the VSO. They can call DVS. <laughs> They can call straight into the Mass State Treasury if it's specifically towards welcome home bonuses and or the annuity. And we haven't talked a- a- enough yet about the work you do with veterans as they are uh, decommissioning and the education that you give them about changes maybe they've been in the service for 5 or 10 or 20 years. That's why I stay up on things. So um, when somebody is in a post-deployment yellow ribbon, they will get classes on things that they need to know as civilians and also those benefits that I was just talking about. But they also get briefed by the VA, um, the VFW. They get briefed by the personal financial counselor for the Garden Reserve. They get briefed by the um, transitions officer how, and how is, more. Have you seen any results from the ETS program yet? ETS sponsorship is growing, but we haven't gotten very many leads sent out here yet. So that program, um, they say leads that meaning the the soldiers that are about the to soldiers be that are coming to Massachusetts. Yeah, okay. So um, they have been working mostly with reserves and active, you know, Army or Air Force or things like that. And they have generated leads, but most of these people are coming off of bases. Um, from what I've heard recently in Texas and a few other states. Yeah, yeah I think Mike so, Eastman said something about yeah. that region. They were just signing an agreement and getting so many thousands of... Right, but we would only get the ones that are moving to Massachusetts. Well, we'll have to change that. Well, I mean, I, I mean, only because it seems like, you know, if we haven't got that many bases here... You know, which is a problem. Which we need to support our bases and make sure that we don't lose any more. Seemingly, we could provide a lot with the education that we have around here, all the contacts you have. Yep. 
So keep us posted on that. So will you let us know? Uh, I hope they're going to have a table at our event. And uh, I'm sure they will have something there. And Clearpath is going through some changes, though. Uh, they're um, growing. Yeah. They're yeah, growing yeah. leaps and bounds. They're picking up some houses to house veterans at, too. Um, but they should have a table there. And also, um, I have had a successful client through ETS program. Um, that person moved here. Um, they got their license because they never had a license to drive. They only had a military license to drive. And they're going back to school right now. Mm. So, you know, nice. hopefully we'll get more. Nice. More. Nice. Well, keep us posted on that as well. And, Leah, why don't we take our fourth break here? We'll uh, come back for the fourth quarter, and we're going to change the subject a little bit based on... Uh, some occurrences that have happened over the last couple of weeks. But take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. And we've been talking about some some happy things and some festivals and, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, our uh, uh, discussion with uh, Butchie Neal. But uh, something's been going on over the last couple of weeks and... Uh, and and Chuck, it it leads to the to the PTSD problem, and and certainly within the veterans community, um, it's it's forced some veterans into into unfortunately ending their lives too soon. It, it's very true, you know. That's you know why we try to, you know, we tell all vets if you're having a hard time, you know, make a call, reach out to somebody. You don't you don't have to go through this alone. You do not have to go through this alone. Uh, the VA has some great programs. You can, if if you're a combat vet suffering from PTSD, you can walk into any mental health clinic at a VA hospital. You can go into any vet center, uh, and and start getting the, getting some treatment. Start just sitting down and talking to another vet yeah. that has the same thing. It's one of the things I used to do. You know, when I was working for the VA, I could sit down and talk to another vet with PTSD because I suffer from it. You know, it's one of the things that I brought back from the and military. And you share that with, with your folks to, to let them know that Absolutely. You, you, you know what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jenny, you're shaking your head. You know, well, and that's... that peer. Right. Having that peer support. Sure. We do the same thing working with other lost survivors. You know, I'm a lost survivor, so I will meet with other lost survivors. And yeah. unfortunately, we just had a very young situation in the town of Pembroke. A, a, a terrible loss, but you spoke of the courage of the parents to speak to the school the next day or the day after? Yeah. The parents actually went to the school. Um, the school opened up for counseling for the kids, and the parents had the courage. And, you know, they they were saying to me, they just hoped that they reached one person. And I told them, I guarantee you, you being in there, in, in talking about it, they're not ashamed of it, and that's something that we face all the time, the stigma behind suicide. They put it right in his obituary. You know, they want mm. kids to know, too. It, you know, I know this is about veterans, yep. but yep. kids need to know that they can trust some adults, and they need to speak to adults if they have a problem, or even a trusted person that they might have, whether if it's their coach, their teacher, maybe their guidance counselor at school, you know, talk to someone about it, and 
that's the most important thing. Right, I absolutely. Mean. You have to discuss it. You have to talk about it. You know, as a as a survivor myself with my son dying by suicide at the age of 27, you know, I, I'm right up front when I talk to people that are going through this. You know, I know what you're going through. I feel your pain. I, I, I live your pain every day. Yep. To this day, you know, 17 years later, I still feel the pain. Sure. You know, and that's how we get through it. Sure. You know? And and unfortunately, sometimes you, you can't reach them all and you, you wish you could. But there's a couple of good stories, I think, and 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 just in, in down in Plymouth, there was a situation that a, a vet was having some problems. Um, the police responded. Fortunately, they were both vets themselves, and and the outcome was very positive. Yes. And 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 this vet and and Chuck vets, unfortunately, damn. Yep. They they just driven and driven. But here's at least one story that that luckily it was two vets that responded to that person. Right. So so the individual, you know, who's a uh, Marine, Marine, yeah, was uh, able to sit down and, and talk to, to other vets. And I'm sure these police officers probably, you know, had gone through some stuff and perhaps themselves are suffering from PTSD from their time in the service or on the time in the force. Let's sure. be realistic. Right. Sure. You know. And was able to talk this guy out of it, you know, and hopefully now he's getting the treatment and the help that he needs. Jen, but again, would, it's vets would, helping vets. You had mentioned there was another person uh, that, that was talked off the ledge recently in a bridge-type environment. So there are some stories, and maybe some of the counseling that you give is helping to, you, you know, if you leave one Fingers little crossed, one little morsel one in, in, in front of uh, some police officer that's faced with a life-and-death situation for him and the and, and the, the sufferer at the same time. The police are getting more and more trained on that, and there are different organizations out there that'll help too, like Project New Hope. I was talking to you earlier. Yeah. I just finished up talking at their PTSD retreat, which is a week-long retreat. Or the SAVE team, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. it, there are and, a lot and, of places. And Jen, if there's some employers out there that would like to share your knowledge within their company, you go out and actually help people to recognize and to, and and what what is the program that 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 uh, Wolfie can't spell? <laughs> BLT. <laughs> the, <Yeah>. BLT. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> And I take the that was we'll, not. We'll, 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 no. we'll spot them, the QP. <laughs> yeah. The QP. Um, yeah, there's different programs that we offer that we can go out into organizations and, you know, deliver to either an organization, a classroom. Um, it might be a business, not even just, you know, we'll go to the Boys and Girls Club, but we can also come into your business. Sure. And um, one of the programs, the one that Wolfie's talking about, is QPR. Which stands for? Question, persuade, refer. And that's basically, we call it the Suicide 101 of training. It um, is about an hour and a half long, maybe an hour. And it basically, we go over the signs and symptoms of someone who might be in a crisis and then how to ask that question. Are you thinking of suicide? Are you thinking of taking Putting your own Putting it right life? out there, huh? 
it's not an easy word to say, but no. you have to say no. it up front. No, not, yeah. um, not an easy subject yeah. to broach. And Sue, you mentioned about working with the police. We've done, I, I can't even count my fingers anymore, how many trainings in mental That's health first aid that we've been doing with local police departments. Um, we will be starting up again soon. It's our summer right now, but we do have funding. It's more of finding locations that will give us the room to do the training in. It's an eight-hour training, and with COVID, we haven't been able to get into certain locations. The police welcome us in, so that's why we're doing it. And yes, they all do suffer from PTSD. You know, not not just because they may be a veteran, but what they're seeing, you know, on these calls. It's not easy. No. No, it's not. It's not easy, and anybody with a conscience has to carry it over just has to think about it I, yeah. I i i watch a lot of these cop shows on television on 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 you know unfortunately but watching these homicide detectives and going out and and doing the job that they have right. to do and blocking it all out and sometimes they don't get debriefed we've when we're working with the police we'll ask them after you've gone on you know a call you know I hate to use some of the local towns here, but there's been some real big tragedies with suicide deaths. And, you know, they go on these calls, and then they fill out the report, and they're back out on the field. Yeah. And we're like, where is your debriefing? Are you getting any treatment outside? And a lot of the um, different police departments are changing that, and they are giving people that time. Plus, a lot of the police stations now have psychiatrists that are going on the rides with police officers. So if they get a mental health call, there'll be a, a clinician with them and can do a risk assessment at that time. Wow. And nice. hopefully de-escalate the situation, too. Pretty, fu- pretty forward thinking. Yep. Well, that's, well I'm, I'm glad that, there's, that it's being addressed at, at least. At least, yes. you know, a little step at a time and... You know, maybe uh, five years from now, uh, it'll it'll be a little bit less problematic for you. We hope. We'd like to we put you out so. of business. Right. No, you events. know, you know it, it's the lack of mental health counseling. Sure. You know, people say, "Oh, I can't afford to go see somebody." Yeah. You know, I can't afford. How about this. the stigma? Uh, of, oh, oh, of, that's, ad- of admitting right. I have a problem. Right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we're talking about the vets, but also the the police officers. The sure. firefighters, yeah. the EMTs, right. that are all going to these they're calls. All high risk. You know, they're all going to these calls. Yeah. They they have the same same things happening to them. The vet in combat, you know, uh, seeing their buddy get killed or how you know go into a homicide. I mean, look at the mass shootings that have been happening around this country. You know, it's, it's got to take a toll on on the officers themselves. Has to. Right. Has to. How about the how about even the kids? Not involved in those schools. The kids in Hull, the kids in elementary school right. in Hingham. They see it. They you know, see it on see TV. The news. Right. Get it off the news. That's and it's I not even say. just that. It's all different types of things that are happening in schools and in society now. It was an easier day when we were children. Yep. yep. But yeah. that yep. reminds me of something Silas said at the retreat. You know, each one of these groups that you guys mentioned, police, fire, military, all we're told, suck it up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you can't talk about it because otherwise you're putting your job in danger. 
Yep. Can't show weakness. You, 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 it's just right. That, that's the repression. That's yeah. you, you know pushing it all in the back of your mind. Pushing right. it all as, in the as back. the veterans are coming back from these combat duties, you know their tours. You know they go through a a process. Are you okay? You have any of this, any of that? And they're saying, no, I'm all set because it used to be called a strike buster. Sure. You know, you're up, yep. you know, you're an E5 and you're up to make E6. Oh, I'm fine. I want that other stripe. It's a lot of money. You know, so it's, as I always tell the vets, and I, I've talked to veterans, you know, service members that are still in, I said, listen, just ask for the help. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Don't, don't it's think there. about the stigma. It's there. There's plenty of help. There's plenty of free help. If you're a vet, get on into the VA or a vet center. Get the help that you need. And, and, and attend one of your coffees, Chuck. Absolutely. Go down and That's, see Wolfie. Make fun of Wolfie at the Hull Lifing it, Museum on the first Friday of right. every month, you know? We're going to do corn hauls here. We're finally going to do Greg's corn hauls tournament stuff. May I, so and we're actually... Do we get to throw Greg? Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> We're small enough to go through the hole. Yeah, just about. We'll just find Allison Restaurant. Ju- just Allison. about. But before we go, I need to just give a quick uh, shout out. The blessing of the fleet uh, this weekend in Hull. 10.30 a.m. Arrive at Nantasket Beach Saltwater Club. 11 o'clock. You're going to leave for the A Street Pier and Boats. 12 noon. Blessing as you ride by the boat. And then lunch at the Saltwater Club. Uh, 10.30 a.m., Nantasket Beach Saltwater Club, 3 Fitzpatrick Way Hall. Wolfie will be there, and there's rumor he may walk, walk the, the plank. plank. <laughs> we may walk the, the plank. plank. We may get thrown in. We, well, we'll, we'll can assure of that. But, uh, Chuck, unfortunately, it's that time of the night, my friend. Veterans. It is PTSD Awareness Month. That can lead to other things. Lead to thoughts. Not good thoughts either. Talk to somebody. Get the help you need. You earn this help. You deserve this help. Call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. 24-7 they're there. Nobody's going to say, oh, hello, crisis line, can you hold, please? It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to know you even call them. Just talk to somebody. Start on that path to getting better. It's called self-care. Again, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt, press 1. Thanks, Chuck. And just to reiterate, uh, you know, all you veterans out there, there's a lot of people that love you. There's a lot of people in this room right here that love you. There's going to be 1,500 of you in Quincy, July 23rd. Get your butts down there. Find out what you're missing. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. Gold Star Wives, come on down. Find out what you're missing and come and meet these Gold Star wonderful, wonderful Angels that are just out there and just looking out for you and doing just wonderful, wonderful work. So, please come on down, say hello, and uh, you know we'll 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 promise you some surprises, a good time, and a lot of laughs. Thank you, everybody, Larry. Thanks for your help tonight, and uh, we'll see you next week with the next iteration of uh, Veterans Voice as we're getting closer 
to our big festival, July 23rd, Pageant and Field. happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America, lest we forget. I just look around.